how do you do? I do all right. Good. Sometimes. It's been a little while for us. Yeah, well, we have the Christmas off, don't we? I uh, hope you lot are all right. I hope you had a good Christmas and New Year. I did. I, I ate a lot of food on Christmas. And on New Year, I played some board games. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Went round to see very Mr. and Mrs. Edwardian of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went round to see Mr. and Mrs. Sally. And uh, spent New Year with them. Okay. What did you do out and out? Neat, really. No? No, just uh, work. Pretty much. It's fantastically shite. <laughs> but we're back. We are. For 2019. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you what this year's going to hold for this because, honestly, as it stands at the moment... It, game wise fuck all game wise uh, uh, for what's been announced announced so far um yeah there's not it's quite slim pickings at the moment obviously um in this episode we would have potentially been talking about overkills the walking dead to rip the shit out of it yeah but they've now delayed it's um release so yeah. we'll we'll talk about that when they actually give it a, uh, a, a date a again date, yeah um but we have got a few, we have got a couple of games to talk about i'm excited about these two games as well yeah um i mean we're, we're going... one of them i've been waiting for a long a couple time. of years for yeah, now a good while and the other one i mean it has been another good couple of years a isn't couple it? of years i believe um, but I don't know the hype for this one, and I'm leaving it cryptic because we're not gone. We're not on games yet. No, not quite. Um, it's kind of it's kind of typical of the publisher for this game yeah. series to do so. But this time, I would say it looks like they've they've actually spent some considerable work on the game yeah. itself. Although we'll have the same map as the previous yeah. title um but yeah games slim pickings films this year we've, you know, we've got some good stuff coming we've got up. some good stuff throughout the whole year i mean obviously the marvel world is in it, april may set to hit it's it's conclusion of what we well, the, the Avengers conclusion and then starting of the next phase the, like, of Marvel the Cinematics. The new Avengers or whatever they're, um, they're going to be. Um, so that, that'll be interesting. You know, there are, there's Black Adam coming out, which is what DC are basically hoping will be their... Saviour of yeah. a film. But at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. You know the, the, the Shazam film for me that's coming out I've seen the trailers yeah and I don't know it almost screams a bit cheese yeah it's well, kind of like what DC have done and I think what DC have done wrong is when Suicide Squad was obviously in just about to hit post yeah production um, obviously Deadpool came out and rewrote superhero yeah. cinematics with what you can get away with in a superhero film but obviously showed that the Marvel films have always been more light hearted more 
more comedy moments. And then they decided, well, if that's what settles, we need to change. We need to add jokes. Yeah. So the but the problem is with DC, you know, dark comics. The 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 whole point of it, they are dark comics. They are dark. They are they are supposed to be gritty. They are supposed to you know they are that's what they're supposed to show. Um, Not that Marvel can't do that, by the way. No, of course that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that. I don't want to see Batman in a film where 90% of the film is jokes. Yeah. Because Batman isn't a joke. He's a very serious, serious yeah. anti-hero it, it, almost. It's funny you mention that. I've just finished watching uh, the Titans TV series. Remember that that thing we bashed on for... DC? Yeah. On Netflix? It's now on Netflix, but... Yeah, I've been watching it on Netflix, Titans. Yeah. Have you um, finished it yet? No, I'm almost uh, the end of season one yeah well um, I, i've seen all of season one and you know what we bashed on it we did i remember it's actually quite it's good. not bad is it we bashed on it though didn't we I'll but, admit, we we when we first heard it coming out we did talk in the cast about it and we bashed on it but it i kind of but with titans the arc that they're following is quite good yeah i like the and arc it, and it is it it it's jokes are appropriate and where they should be and who they should be with, but it's darkness is still there. You considering the fact that you've got Robin going around basically killing everyone that he yeah. sees. Um, what what have you just seen in it? So I know where you're at. What just? Happened? I'm not too far after Dove. I think I'm like one episode or maybe two Hawk episodes. And Dove. Hawk and Dove, Dove being thrown off the building. Yeah, okay, so you're there, right. I know where you are now. Okay, well, let me put it to you. And S- sorry, guys, he's breaking all the equipment. Let me put it to you this way. The last episode <clears throat> is dark. Yeah. And when I say du- you think it, you know, it's dark up to now, and I'll agree with that. You're about to hit a bit for a couple of episodes where it, it softens a little bit, which is fine. You know, it's a TV show. It can't be all dark and gritty all the time. Especially considering the fact that the lead actress in it is actually 14 yes. years of age. <laughs> um, but, <coughs> you know, the it starts to get darker again towards the end. Well, it get, what you're about to hit is you're about to hit a, a good bit. You know, a bit where it's a bit more lighthearted. Then it goes dark again. Then another little happy yay bit. Last episode, you are plunged into darkness. You know, you you shut your eyes, sort of darkness, and so that's really good. But uh, but no, I'm, I'll, it's, I, I it's better to... than we gave it credit for. But then again, it was because I mean I don't know why we sort of ripped it in a way because well, we DC did, if we did it because Beast Boy wasn't green; he just had green hair. This is very and true. And Starfire looked like a black prostitute. But that is now... Now, we've, now same, we've watched it, that's explained but at, more. But at the same time as well, they currently aren't really using any real names. Like, Raven isn't... I mean, her name will be Raven. I'm assuming that they will get to the point that they name her you're, Raven. You're, ve- you're very close to getting to that, yeah. Um, um, but obviously... It's Rachel. That's what. Yeah. That's what. Well, the thing is that Raven, and I'll give you some comic book backstory here. Raven is the um, is the is the, the dark. You know when her eyes go. Yeah, dark, the demon side. That's Raven. Yeah. yeah, I get this. So you you've seen Raven, and that's Raven. Um, 
Starfire doesn't. Uh, she's going by her name of whatever it is. I can't remember. Corey. No. Corey. That yeah. was it. Um, that is uh, an alias. Um, I mean, because hers is like they're Superman. also her, his name is Kal-El slash Superman. His, his human name. Human name is Clark yeah. Kent. That that's his secret. That's you know his secret identity. Whereas a lot of heroes, you go well. Bruce Wayne's secret identity is Batman. Yeah. Whereas with her and Superman, it's um, it's the other way round. And for season two, we are getting a new character, who I am very excited to see. They are also. I don't know if it's in season one because I've not finished it. Obviously. Go on. But I've been reading. Um, I've been trying to find out if they're going to decide at some point. To bring Batman into it. Now, I know that they've they flashed little sort of background pictures of the back of Bruce Wayne um, not long after Robin's family were killed um, and whatnot. And I know that um, they're talking about Jason Todd coming into it. Okay. Do you, do you want me to spoil this? You can, I'm not really okay. bothered. Jason Todd comes in. I know Jason Todd is coming in because I read that he's coming in. Uh, he, he should be about an episode or two away from where you are. Yeah. Um, we we get a, a Wonder Girl. Yes. Um, in, I, I, read in, that in she, later. I, I read that she was supposed to be coming in. Um, well. But the, the last... We do not ever see a full... Here is... Actor X in a bat suit. No. What we get throughout the whole, and this is a whole series, we get a a, a dude in a suit that's clearly the bat suit, but it, it's all black. It's almost like, um, do you remember the old uh, Justice League animated series where uh, Batman got possessed and became more like not Man Bat, but more like Man Bat, and the suit was all black yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's more of that because they've used shadows and. Filming angles and <coughs> so no, we never get a full. Uh, we don't. Basically, we don't get Batman. We don't get Wonder Woman. We don't get Superman. No, but because of the fact that obviously they're making it very clear with the, as you know that something went down between Robin and Batman, which is why Robin's done a bunk and he's turned dark and he's killing and yeah, whatever else. To me, it screams that. Batman, our Batman is going to be cast at some point and brought into if the se- if the series continues to pick yeah. up. Well, I I know who we're getting in season two. We're we're getting bear in mind we've got Robin. Yeah, we've got Wonder Girl. Who are we missing? Well, who are the Power Three? Let, um, let, let me try and lead him down this path, guys. I know some of you know this. Who who are the main, mind, I've only been up to Who are the main three in DC? In all of well, DC? Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. So if we've got Robin and Wonder Girl, who are we missing? Supergirl. Superboy. Superboy, Superboy. Yeah. yeah, that's who we're missing. And we get him in season two. They should have gone with Superdog. Just uh, throw you mean Crypto? Yeah. Guess who else we're getting? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Bullshit you not, mate. Uh, I can't remember if it's a post-credit or not. Don't ask. I can't remember. I saw it three days ago. I can't really remember. But it's either just before the credits or just after. Of the final episode, underground lab, tank goes boom, muscular guy about your size but muscle, not chub, <laughs> um, walks out, 
smashes a tank and a dog's there and it's like there's Superboy, there's Crypto I'm happy, season 2 hurry the fuck up um, but yeah so that that that's something to look forward to uh, but we, we should get on with the, the games and the movies we're actually talking about yeah um well, we we can we can be as long as we need to be in the day. It's a starting episode of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about what's coming out um, in February, film-wise. Um, before we do that, shall shall I just? I uh, this month have seen Aquaman and Glass. Yes. At the cinema. Aquaman wasn't a bad film, like by any stretch. I like what they did story-wise. It wasn't great. I shouldn't have paid to see it. Unfortunately, but that's the way with the, the one DC thing made a big fuck up. So in in Justice League, as everyone will remember, he wore his iconic gold armor with green boots and green gloves, and yeah. In um, in Aquaman, it's set after the Justice League film, and uh, his whole basically the whole reason behind it is he's trying to get the trident of Atlantis, the thing that will make him king. Yes. Spoiler alert: he gets it. And when he grabs this trident, he magically gets adorned in gold armour with green boots and gloves. This movie's set after Justice League. Yeah. Does anyone see an issue there, guys? Well, this is... Unfortunately, these little things are going to happen. And they happen I don't know more what... often in DC than, than it anywhere else. It just irked me. Um, Glass. So that was Aquaman. I don't think it was amazing. Glass, however, was disappointing. You've seen Unbreakable. You've seen Bruce Willis be able to smash seven barrels of shit out of any motherfucker. You've seen um, Split with uh, uh, James McAvoy. Did a great job of portraying all these different personalities. And at the end, he's the beast. You're pure. And fucking leaping. Yeah, yeah. And split start, uh, glass. Sorry, starts off really amazingly. Um, you know, it's great start, and then, as we all know from the trailers, they end up in the asylum. You know that happens, and then they end it. And oh my god! Now, the thing that they put across in this is that Mister Glass is more intelligent than what. <coughs> he is Lex Luthor. <coughs> he doesn't stop at plan B. He goes all the way through to plan Z. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Glass has done. He's planned. He's got all these plans. And he, he wins. Yeah. He, he, he wins. But it, it's like, you ended it like that. Yeah. Like, not, not he, the, the real ending is that Mr. Glass's plan Z comes out and wins. The problem is that that's like the the end end. Mm. The end, however, is like really you did that. I'm disappointed with you. Go away and rewrite this piece of shit. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's over. I regret watching it. I just think that realistically, the, the distance between Unbreakable and then Split. And then glass. I mean, split to glass wasn't terrible. It was no, a couple of years. But, but going from Unbreakable to, to split, split was was a decade or yeah. more. Um, 
and realistically, if you're going to do a, a film series that's going to be a series like that, then realistically, you can't be releasing film a film a decade or so after for no reason whatsoever. Actually, you know what? Although I'll agree with you, Glass did explain why there was a, a long gap between Unbreakable and Split. Uh, and I will throw in a, a minor spoiler here. Basically, we all know Mr. Glass rigged the train that Bruce Willis was the only survivor on. We also know that James McAvoy's mum was abusive. Mm. Basically, on that same train that Mr. Glass rigged to blow was James McAvoy's dad. Right. Who was on his way into the city to go and get a psychiatrist to have James McAvoy's mum committed. Right. He dies on that train, therefore creating first the personality and all the subsequent personalities also creating the beast. So yeah, that because he created James's character, uh, you know, being a seven-year-old boy, and it took ten more years for him to become split. Okay. So it explained it, and it was good that it did that, but still not great. No. And I mean, with a film that realistically has been given quite a lot of hype as well, um, I suppose in a way it's more of a disappointment. It is. It is a, the ending was a disappointment. I was happy with a lot of it, and then the end came, and I was like, "This is what you need to leave your fans on." Yeah, yeah. You know, you need to get them ready for not even your next film in this series. Because don't get me wrong, Glass is one of those films. It, there could be more because uh, Glass's mom, the girl from Split, the one who survived, and Bruce Willis's son. Um, they're still alive and they play a role in the in Mr. Glass's final ultimate plan. So there could be more in the Glass uni I'm going to call it the Glass universe. But with the ending, it's like you could also end it. Yeah. But you need to get people like for either the next movie in the series or the next movie you make. Yeah, yeah. And and not Shyamalan Ding Dong has done neither of those. Um. So yeah, that that that's that, guys. But uh, yeah, shall we get on with the uh, new stuff? Yeah. Um, so you've got Lego Movie Two coming out um, on uh, the eighth of Feb. I'm not particularly interested. Neither am I. There's a lot of hype about it. Um, they've they've done a remake, if you like. I'm going to call it a remake. Of a rehash what, of what women want, but have done what men want. Um, a sandwich and a blowjob, apparently. I mean, I don't know. It might be funny, but I don't know. Uh, there's also Cold Pursuit, which is another Liam Neeson film. Revenge against... Yeah, Liam Neeson gets dicked over, don't dick Liam Neeson over. Basically, yeah. <laughs> you think people are going by now. I know, right. You, you see Liam Neeson, I'd turn around, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, that guy's going to come after me. I've probably done something wrong. I'm, I'm going. Um, and then... Um, we get to sort of mid-month a few things coming out but nothing I would really mention personally no um, then we get to around about the 15th of February and we have Alita Battle Angel um, this is a sci-fi action yeah but I don't know from the trailers it looks 
half CGI main character and then like real yeah. human models as well. Well, the way I've understood it is that the actress who played Alita was suited up, mapped out, and then they CGI Alita over it. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else was just playing Mr. Whoever and this mic is... Is your... Is it, no, that's not part of you. Stay microphone. Um, but no. As um, as a film, it looks like it should be quite interesting. To be fair, um, you know, they're quite. It's it's going to be one of those. I don't know. I mean, I, I quite like these female-led films at the moment, anyway, because it shows you know. I mean, Wonder Woman was the be- is so far the best DC film. Let let let's yeah. just be frank here. Well, to be fair, if it weren't for Wonder Woman, Batman versus Superman would have just been even worse. I'm not being yeah. funny. Wonder Woman was the savior of Batman versus Superman. Let's be frank; she was the savior of every movie in the DC universe so far. Yeah. And I will say, that, although I um, will say that if the Flash hadn't have been in the Justice League film, it would have been a damn sight less funny. Yes. Um, and I'll also start... That is the only time that I will accept comedy in the DC universe when it's the Justice League because you're all... Flash is a comedic But it's not, just, it's not just the Flash because it's the relationship between like yeah. Flash and Cyborg, for instance. Yeah. Cyborg and Superman, the fact that the, the technology technically wants to kill Superman. Yeah. You know, there's little things like that that, that you can laugh at yeah. and I like that, but... Although, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll give fair play to DC on one thing with uh, Aquaman. Um, the woman who plays Mira was not the saving grace of that film, in my opinion. Thank God. It was um, actually, in my opinion, it was Mira's... Uh, it was... It was um, not Mira's dad. Um, oh, what the fuck's his name? Green Goblin from Spider-Man. I can't remember. You know what I mean, though? I know, yeah, yeah. Do you need a light? Yeah. He's trying to light a fagwit dead lighter. That's never a good idea. Um, yeah, so yeah, no. Um, it's going to bother me now. I'm going to look it up. But uh, yeah, he was more the saving grace of that film, in my opinion. Um, um, but yeah, these female-led films are doing really, really well. I mean, it's it's definitely... I mean, this Alita, it's definitely sci-fi. There's no doubt about that. It's very futuristic in its setting. William Dafoe. That's it. Fuck me. He was the saving grace, um, in my opinion, of Aquaman. Uh, but no, I mean, it looks like it should be a really interesting film. It, it's going to tick a lot of boxes. If you like sci-fi films, great. If you like your action films, by from what I've seen of trailers, yeah, very action-packed. I mean, they've said... On, on IMDb it says action, adventure, romance, sci-fi, thriller and yeah from what I've seen it's ticking every box yeah. so far um, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to it now don't get me wrong it could be a complete and utter piece of shite yeah it, it, it definitely could um, but like, I got a good feeling about this film yeah. something tells me it's going to be even if no one else likes it I'm going to like it <laughs> And that's that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. They they can't make a film that pleases everybody. And if it that's the thing that like we wouldn't go and watch. I don't know, Dancers with Wolves. No, but it's still regarded by a lot of people as a fucking amazing film. And yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. And then on the same day as Alita, we've got 
a a different a kind drama, of film. A dramatised biographic film. Yeah. Um, no, I'll roll with that. I'll roll with that. Regarding Lena Headey, or Hedy, depending on how you want to say her name. Or now, who, it, who is that? What's her wrestling name? Do Lena we... Headey. No, like her character name, yeah, Potato. I thought it was Lena. I don't know, is it? I'll have, a, I'll have another look. Anyway, you, you carry on. You carry on telling people about the film. I can't. No, not Alina. I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to think of the name now. I, don't know. I know Lena Heed is in there. Florence. I think it's. Is it Florence Pooh that's playing the actual actress? It's in there. I think Lena Heedy's playing the her mum, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no, that is her name. Okay. I no, thought... Lena Headey is that, but I don't think she's playing the... I don't think she's playing the rush. I think she's playing the mom, maybe. Full cast and crew. No, uh, yeah, I was just going to see if I could find... Yeah, it looks like she's playing the mom. Yeah. But they've basically got the actors playing themselves for the most part. Anyway, so yeah, this is a, a wrestling biography. Page. Page, thank you. That's who it's all about. I know Page. The re yeah, so you've got in Page. that film, you've got Lena Headey, you've got um, The Rock. You know, um, the bit, and, and for those of you who don't know who The Rock is, he's the big muscular guy in uh, every film that you've... Yeah. Where, you um, know the big bald guy that punches people a lot? You've also got, I mean, Paul, Wright, uh, Paul White, um, who... Is the big show. Yeah, he was the is, big show. Is in the film. Um, the whole thing is to do with um, Paige. And, it, um, and her real name, journey. Her real name is uh, Raya Knight. Um, and her brother, Zach Knight. They basically um, both wanted to become professional wrestlers. Yeah. He wasn't good enough. Well, he was better at wrestling. At the time when it starts... He's better at wrestling, but he's got no... He's got none of that dramatics that modern wrestling is all about. Yeah, because... Uh, well... What entertainment wrestling yeah. is all about. Okay, yes. Sorry to all the... He is... If he was to be going into the Olympics doing wrestling, he, then... He could do very well. But entertainment wrestling, it's not so much about the wrestling as it is about how good an actor... Yes, you, they have to be physically fit, but they they have to also be an actor as well, basically, or an actress. World wrestling is it's a show. It's not it's not real wrestling. Yeah, they, people do get hurt. I'm not saying they don't, but a lot of it is staged. Yeah, um, no, it's all staged. For the most part, it's staged. It's rehearsed. They know who's going to win. They know roughly how the fights are going to go. They know. Well, they practice a lot of the moves that are going to happen. They've got, to, you know. I mean, it's very, it's very good and it's very dramatized. But it is the entertainment value. It's nothing to do with. That's the wrestling. why they do, they've done so well because it, it isn't just wrestling. Um, but this is this is you know a a documentary on. Pages rise from um, the the little girl who was the towel girl for her mum and dad, because they were wrestlers as mm. well, to her getting in the ring and being in bingo halls and now what, community centres. Now what for me is interesting here is the director. Stephen Merchant. It's Stephen Merchant. Now I'm not sure if this is his first 
big film as the director. Um, but Stephen Merchant is a very, very talented writer. Um, and he's he's very good at his at what he does. Yeah. You know, when when you think of the, the stuff he's been in, and a lot of people consider that to be all of Ricky Gervais's babies, they're not. No. The Office was co-written by Stephen Merchant. A lot of the stuff in there is Stephen Merchant. Didn't Stephen Merchant also influence. have more to do with the American one than... Is, I believe so, yeah. ...than is uh, perceived? Um, so he's a very, very talented man. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to watch it. Yeah. It, it won't be one I go to the cinema to watch, but it will be one that I will watch. I'll, I'll watch this. It, and to me, it, it for me, this screams Netflix. It's going to end up there. Well, Netflix. I'd be surprised if it... I mean, I can promise you it's going to... Because the WWE have their own network now, don't they? Online. Well, who the fuck don't? Who don't? Well, Disney are about to launch theirs, so that's going to start getting well, yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, because it's just... They've just pulled everything off every other streaming Off Netflix site, yeah. and uh, Amazon, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll watch it and it should be pretty good. I'm interested to see it. Big film for me of February is going to be How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. That's the third This is film. the third instalment and final instalment yeah. of the How to Train Your Dragon. Although they say final, but for me, this could be the end of Hiccup, Hiccup and, and Toothless. Um, it could be the end of How to Train Dragon. To me, to, to be fair, it's been going on now for a long time. It it, it is right, yeah, for ending. But it could also um, just be the end of Hiccup and Toothless. For me, I've watched the TV series as well mm-hmm. through Netflix. I really enjoyed that. I think they were. I know that they're kids, but they are enjoyable to watch. Um, I'm interested in in the third instalment. Um, because the films for me they've always been good films and for me they're one of DreamWorks' better projects uh, of the past few years yeah for me it it, it certainly it it takes me back to the uh, the Shrek yeah the the early the original Shreks Shrek 1 to 3 yeah because let's be fair, anything after Shrek 1 to 3 is just a waste I mean to be fair Shrek Shrek 3 Shrek 3 was pushing the boat was pushing the boat yeah but uh, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon is their um, their re. Oh, well, I don't want to say revival, but close as damn it. But no, I mean, I'm I'm interested to watch uh, to watch this. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to get a light fury now, which is the female version of a night yeah. fury. Um, Even though we've all got to bear in mind that night fury and light fury and all the other dragon names are just names that they have been given. Yes. Um. But. I don't know. I mean, I, I've from the fir- the first How to Train Your Dragon really gripped me. I, I enjoyed the story. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that they've gone with the fact that dragons themselves are, are generally nice, kind creatures to a degree. Yeah, it's always or been at least the, uh, at least can yeah, be trained to be. It's always been the alpha that's been the problem. Um. And then obviously the second film for me was really good again. I mean, it was for me the, all the second way film was better than the first in my opinion. I I liked it because I, I think the first film was really good, but the second film did what a lot and a lot of second films do. This Two Towers is my favorite of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, ignoring the bit in Return of the King where all the ghosts fly off the boat. Um, and then yeah, you know, a lot a lot of the second films of trilogies tick the most boxes for me because 
they've learnt the mistakes from the first film corrected them in the second one mm. but not got balls so big they make the fuck ups in the third film so that to me the second one is my favourite this is without seeing the third one obviously I mean I think I think we're in for a good treat again yeah. personally um, like I say I mean I've watched the I've watched the TV series which were also really good and they weren't boring either and the, the stories in there were really good um, as well and it just I think it all it all knits together really nicely and as as a as a film series I will be sad if this is the actual end of How to Train Your Dragon like if Toothless and um, Hiccup but, get their heads I mean, blown off for arguments so. obviously from the trailers that have been released recently um, they, they're leading you to believe that Hiccup is going to die I don't believe that with but this kind of film. I don't, yeah, but it's cartoon, it's kids, and generally nobody dies. Even the bad guys in these things never die. So, Well, they die, but it's always an implied yeah, death. So I don't, if they need them in the next film... I personally don't believe that they'll kill off... I mean, look look at... Tooth, the, I mean, uh, arguably... Or Toothless. No, I mean, arguably, in the first film, Hiccup's dad was the bad guy... Arguably, well, yeah, and for most of the film, yeah, at least. and he didn't die. He turned into the good guy, and that's what the happened. only one that died in that film was the bad dragon, the bad yeah. alpha. Um, and that's February. that's films. I mean, February. I mean, we're we're just starting twenty nineteen. The early year, the early months of the year are normally the slowest anyway. Yeah. So I'm not surprised in the slightest. No, neither am I. Uh, so we're going to jump into games. Yeah. Um, obviously, guys, uh, yesterday for you, Resident Evil 2 was released. And next uh, Tuesday, in three days, Kingdom Hearts 3 releases. We spoke in depth about those last month. Yeah. Um, the only things that have happened since and i will just touch on these is uh resident evil 2 uh has released its demo and people are already speed ringing it well i i let me just say i streamed it right because i was doing a a, a a stream an impromptu 12 hour stream um and i finished it the first time in 20 minutes i spent i then used my last 10 minutes and thought fuck it i'll have a bit of fun speed running it and i i I did it a second time in that 10 minutes I had left. So much so that I loaded up the game again and just stood in the hallway and waited for the timer to go down. Mm. So, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's speedrunnable, definitely. Um, but it's it's good. Uh, it, it looks like they're going to... They've changed what needs to be changed, fixed what needs to be fixed, but kept it true enough to... I think what... The original. I think what... I think what... I think what they... they discovered with resi one's remaster of a remaster of a remaster was the fact that hd remastered editions don't cut it no in the gaming world anymore don't get me wrong i i love loading up uh, a ps2 emulator pulling out some abandoned ps2 games and playing them with their original graphics because you know what I don't mind no. the nostalgia but I don't want a HD version of that no because I could just get 
the original ROM and play it on an emulator, you know. Um, I like what they've decided to do with this game, which is yeah. basically build it from the ground up. Same story, but everything will be new. Yeah, no. Uh, Gameplay, controls, um, basically modernise a classic. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken them a long time to do it. But I think it's going to pay off for them. Yeah. And I think that if it pays off in such a way that, say, Resi 2 is for quarter one and quarter two, one of the highest grossing games. Yeah. I believe it will push other developers that have got older game titles yeah. that are popular to redo the same. We've already seen major success financially for crash yeah for spyro for the for the you know for games that most people would have thought were dead and buried i mean yeah because i haven't spyro is I now in uh skylanders skylanders thank you um but i mean for, i mean skylanders now doesn't even focus on spyro no. at all so for me, Spyro was dead and buried at the end of the PlayStation 2 yeah. era of gaming. Um, same with the Crash Bandicoot games. And I hadn't thought about them. Honestly, I hadn't thought about them until they said they were doing rebuilds. Yeah. And then I was like, holy shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. Um, I think that I don't get excited by, I don't get excited by HD remasters. No. They don't excite but me. But this, they, they've done well with Resi 2 and not just remade. Don't get me wrong. It. I mean, they've don't get me wrong. remade it in yeah. pay, places that needed it. Well, they've remade it to a point that now you can say it is a new Resident Evil game. From yeah. just looking at, just from looking at uh, gameplay footage, that game, you you can't compare the two. Oh no, um, at are, all. There is a lot of differences. Um, but yeah, so we, we've had a little bit for Resi 2 and for Kingdom Hearts 3. We've, we've had new trailers and you know what they're, they're telling me everything we already knew there are keyblade transformations there's power ups there's blah 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 blah, blah. there's going to be more of the same guys net on Friday I really for you guys on Friday next week part one of Kingdom Hearts 3 will be on the channel what I'm hoping is before we record the next Bearded Opinion, I will have finished the main story campaign. I will never in a million years 100% those games because I do not have 500 years. Yeah. And although all parts of it will not be up on my channel, I would like, with, with my lovely co-host's permission, <laughs> to spend 10 minutes and I will give you, hopefully next month, if not definitely the month after, I will run through the key points of the game obviously not first you go to hercules as well yeah, then yeah. you go to blah, 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 blah. we don't care what i'm saying is so in the first you know first we get a keyblade then we go and retrain then we meet this person and this happens then we do this then we become this person for a bit and do this this and this and then in the final fight there's uh, xyz happens and boom and then for the what they've set up is because obviously there will be a secret hidden ending and yes i will just youtube the fucker because i'm not mentally ill um you know and in the secret trailer this is said so hopefully next month if not definitely in march's podcast mm -hmm. 
But that's it. Now for new games. And we don't have a lot early Feb. No, we don't. Um, so, very early February, there is, like, the first. Um, Song of Memories and Wargrove. Yeah. Never heard of them. They look like Japanese anime games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. End of. End uh, of story with that. Next bit, still not a lot. Still not a lot. A lot of, I would say... Japanese games? Japanese-y indie type anime, maybe. Yeah. Um, God Eater 3, I think, is one of those games. Wasn't that a, an attempt to... I mean, that's capital- Bandai Namco. So yeah, wasn't that Bandai's... About, you know. Wasn't that Bandai's <laughs> attempt to... Uh, conquer God of War at one point. Uh, it's very possible. Very, I mean, you know, I, I could be wrong. But I think they all, they've all, they've all tried to take on different game titles at some point, haven't they? Yeah. Um, Moving into the first two, the only two games that realistically I'm at all interested in buying, and I, I I'm going to stress buying because uh, I'll get on to on the next title. I'll say why I'm saying buying in a yeah. moment. Um, and they are two games, funnily enough, that are both set after Nuclear War. Uh, Let's start with the first one. Which is Far Cry New Dawn. Now, this is a... This isn't a proper sequel of Far Cry in any way, because it's not Far Cry 6. What this is, is a continuation of Far Cry 5. It's set 17 years after the ending, after... Joseph Seed was correct, and the world did go into nuclear war. Um, and it's nothing to do with Far Cry 5's story as much as it's set on the same map, although the map has now changed slightly. Yeah. Parts that were accessible are no longer accessible. Parts that weren't accessible are now accessible. Um it's very colourful, it's very vibrant. From what I've seen, it's a very beautiful looking game. Um, it will be Far Cry. You know, Far Cry's, Far Cry's premise hasn't really changed. You know, you're on a map, you take out outposts, you do missions, you do side missions, you build up a, a massive gamer score. Um, you know, there's crafting elements to it. Um, it's Far Cry, you know? Yeah. But I think this is going to be good. You know, I mean, I said, I think in a, a, a TBO a, a while ago, probably when we was talking not long after Far Cry 5, that Far Cry was going to go into a nuclear... I wanted to see a post-apocalyptic Far Cry game because yeah. I think it would work. And hey, presto. I get my commanded wish. You know, it's it's great. I'm, I'm looking forward what, to what it. What are you going to wish for next? I don't know. We'll see. Because you've you got to be careful because I bet you're only getting three of these wishes. <laughs> you've already wasted your first one on a game. Um, you know, uh, I'm interested to see what this what this will do. Um, you know, from what I've seen from trailers, from what, you know, so far UB have wanted to, to show us, I'm really interested. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks great. It, it feels like it's going to have a, a nice story. It's going to be a lengthy type Far Cry game, which is what I like. Um, I love games that when you're getting your real value for money. If I'm paying 40 quid for a game, I want 40 hours of gameplay. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily just 40 hours of main story. I want there to be enough about the game itself that I can happily just run around 
and do fuck all. Yeah. But waste hours doing said fuck all. Um, that's what I love about like the Mass Effect games. You just turn it on, you start running around, and before you know it, you look you look at the clock and it's say one o'clock in the afternoon, and you're playing it. You, you're not really doing anything. You know, as far as you know, you've not touched a story mission in five minutes. But you look at the clock again, and it's already ten o'clock at night, and you're like, where the fuck the time go? That's what I like. Hey, where's my dinner? <laughs> yeah. If I'm not, if you don't get that from a game, I don't think you're getting your value for money. Really. No. See, see, that's that's one thing I was saying. Tangentially, in, <coughs> in that scenario, I will compare it to um, Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and I don't know if you remember this, um, I did a twelve, a twenty-four hour stream mm. where I played the whole game on stream. Yes, I've now uploaded the parts, but I've never before been able to do that with, you know, changing the game. You know, you, I'll play three, four hours, and then I'll swap game. But yeah, yeah. I've never been able to do that by changing it. But when I played Birth by Sleep, I was just playing them so much so that because Birth by Sleep is effectively three in what three games in one. When I was playing the second game, because it was so late at night, everyone was asleep, <coughs> and I I beat a really hard boss. I fist bumped up in the air. I was about to go, yes, and then I realised it's four in the morning. Yeah. Everyone's asleep. So I if you, I, I believe that bit is uh, uh, clipped on my Twitch, that you just see me going, mm. best not say anything. And then I, I, I kind of went, yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, and in that same story, it's a game that, it was four o'clock in the morning, but I was hyped. I just beat this boss and yeah, yeah. winner. It, and it's that game that grabs you. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been... It's four in the morning. I've been playing for sixteen hours at this point. Yeah, yeah. This is literally sixteen hours later, and I'm still hyped. I just beat a boss. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That's a game that, and this is another one of those games that he's talking about. It's gotta grab you. Yeah. Um. And I think Far Cry New Dawn will do that. Now, on the same day, unfortunately, you might end up spending a lot of money here. Basically, guys, book the week off work. Um. Is I, what we're telling you. I'd probably book two. Um. <laughs> Fuck it, use your whole holiday. On the same day, you've got Metro Exodus coming out, um, which is going to be the first Metro game that is in a more open-world, non-linear format, because the other Metro games have all been very linear. Yeah. Um, and it looks beautiful. It really does look oh, it gorgeous. Looks, it looks I, very pretty. I really, I really cannot wait for this game. Um I've been wanting this game since I played the Metro games. Everyone had played the Metro games long before I'd even look, looked at them. You know, I'd heard about them. I'd not really thought about them. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to play Metro. Yay! I got the Metro games. I played the first one. I was like... And then he looked at the clock. I was like, right, then I no need... wonder I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm like, I need the second one. I got the second one. <laughs> Did the same again. Did the same again, and then At I'm this like, point, I need we have a third. To have committed to hospital for um, uh, low blood sugar. <laughs> they're just really good games, you know. It's even though they were linear, it still it still had that almost open world RPG mm. sort of feel to it. Um, and now we're getting that that more open world yeah. RPG, and I, I'm looking, I'm really, I'm looking forward to it um, because the Metro games. Obviously, they're based off books. Yeah. Which is not, not something that you always see, to be fair. Um, you normally get film to book. Uh, book to film, rather, yeah. before you get book to game. Um, 
But no, the, the story... But then do you think... Have you read the books? No. Do you think the books... I don't read. Could track... Well, no, that's true. Um, I can read. I have to struggle to don't. get him to read what's on the screen in front of us, guys. Yeah. Um, I can read, I just choose not to. Do you think... I'll, I'll say the games are fairly close. Do you think... Well, that the, the first the first game is very very close yeah. to the book. The second game has nothing to no. do with the. Basically, the way it worked is they did the first game based off the book, did really well. Then the second game, they changed the story yes. to fit how they wanted the game to go, and then the writer of the book wrote a book that made it canon. Yes, which. Um, shows you how well the game's writers yeah. did their job yeah. to me but so but you you've played them you know they're roughly around the box yes do you think that could translate well enough to film yes you do definitely you the reason the i say so writers yes now the reason i say so is because the metro books themselves um started off just in russian yeah okay um I think it was within 12 months the demand for the book in other languages was so high it then got transposed in like a hundred different languages yeah it, it had harry potter syndrome basically um it went absolutely wild because i know when harry potter's first came out people were sat there with english to whatever their native language's dictionary i think and though as you would end up went on. you would definitely end up with a lord of the rings type syndrome with a film yeah you would you would basically be planning to release fully extended full editions of the film at a three to three and a half hour runtime, but you would release a theatrical, a theatrical cinema theatrical. release at a two and a half hour runtime, uh, which wouldn't make any sense. Like yeah. the Lord of the Rings films don't, unless you watch the extended editions. Which I mean, they make sense enough, but I know what you mean. You need the extended to give you that. Give oh, you. Oh, that's why. Oh, Frodo's right. missing a toe. Or oh, yeah. Oh, that's how Sam magically has a piece of rope that can burn Gollum and keep him yeah. under, under control. You know. Um, I mean, yes, we just assume he got given it by the elves, but. Until you see where he actually gets given it by the elves, you know, you're just assuming stuff. Um, but no, I think it, it it should be a really interesting game. I, I, I it's it's very survival horror type. Yeah. But that in a good way. Yeah. Not in the over over release. Not in the shit amnesia way. outlast yes. way. Yeah. Um, Not now, calling amnesia or outlast shit, but since those games came out. Because everyone and their dog's done it because you don't have to worry about bullet physics or anything like that. It's oversaturated. Yeah, now. when you don't have any real enemy in the game, um, yeah, you don't need any sort of guns or anything. No. So it is just basically anyone can design that game. Yeah, it's not hard. Um, right, now, now we get on to why I said bye. Okay, now, the game is actually released on. February 22nd. Now, that game is Anthem. Now, I know that Anthem is this action RPG game that is got a massive load of hype around it. It looks really fantastic. It's possibly going to be a flop. Um, and the reason I say that is because over the last 12 months, every game for me that has come out with a massive amount of hype around it, like a stupid amount of hype like Anthem's had, 
for the mo- I mean, arguably, I mean, I'll agree with you on some of them. God of War, Spider-Man, no. But then Red Dead Redemption 2, that came and went quicker than anything. But I think that's just because they they realistically need to get it on the other consoles. Well, they, the problem is with Red Dead, they promised the moon and delivered a meteor. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad meteor, but, but, but then again, just a meteor. But then again, it... It, they're possibly going to go down the GTA 5 route where most of it will be through a shit ton of online yeah. DLC and that's how they'll But then people. you had Spider-Man that promised a decent, alright game and delivered a phenomenal game and yeah. that's why it did well. Now, now we get on to the buy section of why I said it. Now, like I say, I... Anthem looks really good. There's been a lot of hype around it. For me, it screams like it could be a good game but maybe a flop. For that purpose... I wouldn't buy the game. I would do the would smart thing. Would you not? No. Tell us why. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Now, if on February 15th, you've, you've still got about 20 quid knocking around. I say about 20, it's about 17 quid, something like that. Only 17 pounds? Instead <gasps> of spending 40 or 50 odd quid. It's going to whip me in a minute. Uh, yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> You're just going to hear a clunk <laughs> and it'll be the mic going around his head. Um... <laughs> On February 15th, if you decide to want to get Anthem, you can actually get the, I believe it's the deluxe edition of Anthem through Origin Access Premier, which is their new... I'm really trying not to do another one. Which is their new access section. Basically, you can just get the new release titles early, but you pay... uh, It's like a shit ton... Origin Access is three ninety nine a month. This is like I think it's fifteen, sixteen, or seventeen ninety nine a month. Um, I can't actually remember because I think it, it might be sixteen ninety nine a month. Anyway, it's about that. It's about less than twenty quid. It's less than twenty pound anyway. But you get you get the deluxe edition of the game. So for me, you get it earlier than everyone else anyway. Yeah. Which pisses me off when developers do this. Um, but you get in the deluxe edition. And you'll get it for the whole month. Because once, what you can do with Origin Access is buy it on... Say you buy it on the Monday. And on the on Tuesday, you cancel the subscription. But because you've paid the money, they have to let you have it till the end of the billing period. Yeah, that's what most online so, things do. Yeah. So you just buy... You can have Anthem for the month. And then at the end of the month, if if the game isn't a flop, and lots of people... And are, you like and it. And you like it, you can then buy it. Nothing's going to stop you. But if then at the end of the month you didn't like it, or you, or arguably you finished, or you finished and you, yeah you're done with it, you've saved about half your money. Yeah, and you had the deluxe edition of the game, which more than likely was more than half your money because the chances are the deluxe edition is going to come in at sixty four ninety nine at which, least, um, and you're going to have paid less than twenty for it, and you can have it for the whole month. To me, that's that screams good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what I I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, but it won't be on February 15th. Before payday? Um, no, because I will be saving some money from payday and then on payday we'll, we'll be... Either get Far basically, Cry or Metro. We'll basically just have to put two pieces of paper in either hand, throw them in the air and whichever one I catch is the one I buy <laughs> and then cry about the fact that I can't have the other one. Until next month. Until next month. Um, but no, you know, that's February for gaming really and we've not got much more. Um, There's a Lego movie to the game if you really want. Uh, I suppose a, a big one would be Dirt Rally 2.0. Um, yeah. 
it's you know the, the dirt ga- the dirt games have been really good games to be fair. And Rally Two Point Oh should be a, a good title. Um, and and that's, that's it. A, that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is a little bit more coming out in March. Yeah, March, um, March also has a couple of things that I know that aren't on this list, so we can touch on those um, next month. Gaming so far is a little bit slim pickings, but it is still early in the year. There's plenty to be oh, yeah. announced. There's there's plenty to come out. Um, hopefully, it won't be another relatively dry year like last year was. And what until October turns up and then we're struggling to fit everything in? Yeah, this is the problem. Um, Everything's too focused around Christmas. It is. It is. We need some spring summer games. Autumn and winter aren't too bad, but spring and summer, it's like, well, you can have this game that's already been released six times. Yeah. Well, on what? My microwave? Yeah. Well, I don't want that. <clears throat> well, tough. Right, but we yeah. are going to swing in now to uh, the Metro. The news. Um, which is at 135.6 million shares. Yeah. That's a lot of shares. It's, um, I mean, it's grown it substantially. Goes, well, it's two months worth of growth, this. Yeah. Um, but we love the Metro. Um, the news isn't necessarily always 100% reliable. Um, it's generally not biased. Yeah. But it's free. Yeah, it's free. Um, and yeah. And there's lots of funny, quirky lots... stories that we can give our opinions because, on. Because basically anyone can submit a story to the Metro. And generally, 99% of the time... As it, long as there's some kind of source. As long as it's a real content and it's verifiable, it will get published generally um I, and that's why i like the metro yeah you know um, so we're gonna start off with uh an angry virgin he's 27 and he threatened to massacre women because he can't get a girlfriend because that's, that's how it that's works how, that's how you get women you know you want you want a girlfriend you go out you you find a group of women you pull out your glock nine millimeter and you start popping caps in asses and then out of nowhere, some woman will wander up to you. Latch hey yourself baby. to your, latch, your, latch yourself to your thigh, and you'll get a wet thigh. Yeah. Um. And back in the <laughs> real world, <laughs> I mean, right. So Christopher Cleary, twenty-seven, arrested in Provo, Utah, on Saturday. America. Now he posted. A, it was a violent warning. He didn't go out. He hasn't shot anyone. He's not killed anyone. But he has been arrested because he's threatened. To a do this. serious level of violence. Um, he posted and before. Before we get this, of oh, he only threatened it. That's not a crime. Yeah, it is. Inciting fiat is a crime. Uh, has been since uh, a long ass time. Well, realistically, since the war on terror. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand and one. Has been around before this. It's just been more focused on. And honestly, if you threaten this shit, yes, they should take it seriously. Yeah, they're going to investigate. If you turn make around sure and say happen. on Facebook, "I'm going to kill my girlfriend," you damn well deserve to be investigated. Yeah. Um, now he posted, "All I wanted was a girlfriend. Not one thousand. Not a bunch of hoes. Not money. None of that. All I wanted was to be loved. Yet no one cares about me." The post began. 
So obviously you can see um, the guys. The guys emotionally. Lonely? He's emotionally damaged in some way, shape, or form. He doesn't feel in love. There's probably some issue with his parents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, all of this spans from somewhere. You know, you don't just wake up one day and go. Oh no, 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 no. You know, there's always history behind it. Uh, it continues I'm 27 years old and I've never had a girlfriend before and I'm still a virgin this is why I'm planning on shooting up a public place soon and being the next mass shooter because I'm ready to die and all the girls um, turn me down uh, is going to make it right by killing as many girls as I see I just he also wrote there is nothing there's nothing more dangerous than a man ready to die now that is very true a man that has accepted death as a fate and by man, it can be man, woman, fucking iguana. Yeah. Someone who's willing to die is dangerous. Um, that's why, believe it or not, a lot of these small-time robberies, are the, the people who do it aren't that dangerous because they're not willing to die for their robbery. If you, from behind the counter, when you see the shopkeeper pull a gun on them, they drop theirs and leg it. Yeah. They're not dangerous. People like this... Yeah. Um, now, for me, it also screams cry for help. Yeah. Because you can't post anything like that on social media without it being looked at pretty much instantly. There's certain words that are trigger words um, that basically, um, the minute you have finished typing and posted it, they get ping straight away on yeah. the government list um, and, they, and they're they, looked at they look at so if you, if you wrote the word so bomb. shoot shoot yeah bomb is one of those words but if you wrote um, if your actual status was something like just been playing uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege can't believe some noob used a bomb to wipe everyone out they look at that and go okay it doesn't matter it's, it's a video game yeah but if you go or, you know, if you said, oh, party just next bought, week, it's going to be the bomb. Again, it's discarded. But if you put... Just you, bought the ingredients to start building the bomb. They're going to they're yeah. go, right, who is this dick? Yeah. Now, if the bomb turns out to be a new nightclub drink, then what? Yeah. They'll, they'll knock on your door. They'll talk to you about it. And if they see that actually all you've got is six different kinds of vodka and 20 different kinds of whiskey, yeah. they'll, they'll leave you alone. Um, but still... Now, this guy posted it. The police in his home county, which is Colorado, um, where he's from, they alerted Utah's authorities. They tracked his phone and found him at a McDonald's in Provo. Uh, he was arrested by the FBI. That is what I mean. It doesn't go to normal police level. It, it goes well above and beyond police. It goes to state, federal levels. With us, it would just be the police because we don't normally get MI5 knocking at your door. It just doesn't happen. Well, for that, you trouble is with that, you could get MI5 knocking at your door, but you did, you definitely get armed police. You, you're very unlikely going to get a spook at your door. You're going to end up with, yeah, like you say, armed police. But if they thought <coughs> your threat was warranted enough, you could end up with MI5, yeah. especially if they start digging and realise, oh, shit, this guy's been to Afghan six times in the past three months. Yeah. But for me, I just don't understand why, you know, to get a missus, you can't go shooting girls. It don't work. It just don't work. No. 
Mate, you're off your head. But it's a dangerous criminal off the streets and that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, next one. Mum loses custody of three children after coaching them to badmouth her ex-husband. Good. Yeah. This is um, using children as weaponry. This is... Uh, she was branded emotionally abusive, which she is. There's no need uh, to teach your kids to be bad about the other parent because realistically whatever your problem with that person that doesn't translate to that child having that same problem because children don't see it it's different for a child now yes all right if your ex-partner had abused the child certainly but i get the feeling no no at the end of the day well, you don't badmouth that. You give them the facts. Yeah. If they turn around to you and say, Mummy, why is Daddy no longer with us? You say, he. when they're a kid, you say he was a bad man. When they're older, if they really want to know, you can sit down and you say, well, when you were a baby, Daddy touched you in the wrong way. Yeah. And you know what I mean, and that's why. And, you know, but only give them facts. Don't let emotion get involved. We see it more and more often nowadays. Um, I mean, you just have to watch Jeremy Kyle. Wow, yeah. Um, and you see this kind of stuff day in, day out. Um, and it's wrong to And in use, America, Jerry Springer. Uh, it's... Or Maury. Maury? Uh, Is that the newest one? No, Maury Povich's been around for a long time. Uh, Not heard of that one. Either way, the... The fact that children are being used as weapons nowadays more and more and more and more and more is wrong. Um, it's about time that this sort of ruling comes into place at the end yeah. of the day. This now sets... What I like is this sets a precedent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and what I mean by that is that once, once it's been ruled in court once, they can't rule the opposite to that. Unless you go to the high courts, yeah. Yeah, basically, once there's precedent, it means that, you know, it's easier to get that same decision the next time a similar case goes to court. Yeah. Because you can say, well, in this case, this was ruled, and this is what we're after, and it's the same sort of scenario. Yeah. Right, boom, okay, instant decision. And it made. can be a man bad-mouthing a woman, or a woman bad-mouthing a man, it's But it sets, it sets precedent, and that is very, very important. Because it means now that this is now something that can be looked at to be made um, as um, into law, of, into law uh, through amendments. It also means that, like I say, when this happens the next time and there's a parent out there who's being badmouthed by the other parent and the children are being coached to badmouth the other parent as well, it means that the minute it goes to court, the judge will more than like if it's within the next sort of six to twelve months, the judges will probably have heard of the case and it'll be recent in the mind. If it's 10, 15 years down the line, that's where And it's not happened for a long time, the lawyer will go through court cases, find there's a precedent, and go, Well, back in 2019, this was set. Yeah, this was said by the bar. And it was ruled through, you've got no choice. Boom. And I, I, I like that, and that's that's good. And it's about time that, you know. The rights of parents, whether you're male or female or whatever else, were heard, especially on the male side of things. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into a massive rant about it, but we all know that in the courts, 
the mothers are generally more favoured than the fathers. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly... Generally. Yeah, there are always exceptions and there are more and more judges now looking at... What is actually better for said child. Which, let's be honest, to the children, nine times out of ten, it's seeing both parents. In a healthy, balanced way. But, I mean, there have been cases recently that I've seen where judges have... Because they go with, well, mother knows best, you know, mother is the better caregiver, have handed children back to mothers that then the children don't want to go back because their mothers are abusive. Yeah. Um, and I've watched I've watched children fighting against police officers trying to drag them out of their father's houses to take them to their mothers, not want to go because their mothers hit them. And it's because judges have said, well, no, that, that, that person is yeah. responsible. Uh, and again, fortunately, you know, judges are regardless of the child's age they talk to the child honestly and that's what they need to do and i'm glad it's it's coming out more uh moving on moving on uh just to tell you a bit more about the state of the country um an elderly 86 year old lady uh mary duffy uh waited 43 hours for an ambulance 43 not 43 minutes which is understandable a, if you're out in the sticks it's a longish waiting time but it's within if an you're hour out in, if you're out in the sticks you could potentially understand or it's it. a busy friday night yeah with but a broken 43 leg. hours with a broken leg because she'd had a fall um she was told not to eat or drink while waiting for an ambulance this is two days an 86 year old lady who is more than likely on medication or should have been on medication uh, why she was told not to eat or drink while waiting for an ambulance, I don't know, because she had a broken leg. She ain't going for surgery. That's ridiculous. Um, basically, healthcare workers arrived, found her after having a fall, dialed 999. Um, the paramedics, like I say, took 43 hours. That's two, nearly two days late. Basically, it's two days. Yeah. I'm not going to argue over the sake of five hours. Two days later, an ambulance arrives. It's abysmal. Yeah. It's disgusting. And I don't know how it happened. Um, they've launched an investigation. It's it's miscommunication somewhere. It's going to be down to miscommunication. It has to be. Um, the only thing I can think of is maybe that although the call might have sounded urgent, it might have been put down as not urgent because it might have sounded like it wasn't as urgent as yeah. it was. Um, but even then, two days is a ridiculous amount of time. If she'd have died, then heads would be rolling already, mm. I believe. Um, I, I think that there needs to be a good, hard look at what the hell's going on in this country. Yeah, why, why did it take so long? That that, that is ridiculous. That That is what I want to know. Why? Why? Give me a good reason. Did all your ambulance... If all your ambulances spontaneously combust, then all right, I'll, give, I'll say that was fair. You know, fair cop. But if it's Fred didn't tell Joe that he needs to get in his ambulance and go and see her, then Fred needs a smack round the face and a sack. Um, the advice from 999 to the healthcare workers was to leave her where she fell. However, the staff didn't do that. They had actually put her back onto her bed. She'd fallen from a chair, but they'd put her on a bed. 
which fair play because with the fact that this poor lady had waited two fucking days for an ambulance if she'd been left on the floor she'd be dead because it's colder on the floor um you know she'd have been weaker she'd have been more uncomfortable um when her uh child i believe her son yeah her son phoned a second time um they said get her ready uh they did give her painkillers this time yeah um it's it's awful to think that this poor lady has been through 48 hours of trauma yeah um because of some sort of miscommunication with an ambulance service um and to be fair i hope that when they find out the cause that they don't just try and write it off yeah the heads roll yeah no, no, no basically um next one smear tests reach 20 year low as women miss vital appointments out of embarrassment so um i wanted to touch on this um because this is ridiculous this is what's happening in the modern world you go and speak to your gran right um and you you ask her about what she'd say what she'd tell the doctor i can tell you now there wouldn't be much she wouldn't tell the doctor yep pretty much um in fact go and ask your mum yeah she'd probably tell you because to. i would say a lot of mums depending on your age of course um but if your mum is say over the age of 40 or 50 there ain't going to be much yeah they ain't going to tell the doctor but in this modern world we've uh, we've become embarrassed by our own human form yeah we and it, it, it is a lot of you know airbrushing and botox yeah, it's, and it's the media it is the media 100 percent uh the you know what women should look like what men should look like the the six-pack toned look the big boobs thin waist big ass whatever look for women the ultra thin the ultra whatever yeah see i don't agree with that you know i think i think right if if this podcast reaches 100 likes right i reckon we should do a a, a tasteful nude calendar <laughs> fat hairy podcasters calendar what do you reckon of that um, one well, we could probably well. There's me and you, and there's plenty of others that we know that are fat and hairy, and we could potentially we could, do a we big could calendar. Get, we could get a calendar. So there you go, guys. There's your challenge. Big hairy. Hundred likes, and we'll we'll get you a calendar <laughs> of ha- fat hairy men. Um, because you know that's what you love. Because of this as well, um, this sort of stigma around what things are supposed to be what you're supposed to look like how things are supposed to look how things are supposed to smell yeah um, the smell one gets me oh my god like okay right if it smells down there and you wash daily like you're supposed to and you use correct soaps and potions lotions and whatever else and you want to use and there's a smell problem You've probably got a health condition that you need to go to see a yeah. doctor about, you know. Um, this is what these tests are for, you know. If you have, I'm going to say, fishy fanny syndrome or 
cheesy dick syndrome or you know you got lumps and bumps and dimples and pimples and whatever else that's what a doctor is for yeah they now let me let me on the flip side say one thing that however a doctor is not there when you wake up with a runny nose and that is part of the problem yeah that you go there when you got a runny nose guess what you got a cold man up get over it but if you've got an unusual inter- lump or bump, that's what he's there for. I mean, okay, so cervical cancer, um, the big one for men, well, the two big ones for men are in younger men, testicular cancer between sort of the age of 20 to 35, moving on from sort of the 30s onwards, prostate cancer. Yeah. Um, there's two tests for men for those. One, you grab your balls in your hand. You give a little squeeze to of one ball to sort of line it up. You run your fingers over your balls. You feel for any, any lumps or bumps. And when I say lumps or bumps, I'm not talking like, you know, cartoon. Your normal lump. I'm not talking like cartoon. You've just smacked it with a frying pan and a huge fucking Mount Everest appears. I'm talking pinprick lump yeah. on the ball. Now, this just, Go just and get to it be look. aware, this will be a noticeable small lump. Yeah. You, if you feel sort of like a small cluster, you're probably not doing it right. What you're probably feeling are like veins and arteries. And if you're completely not sure you're doing it right, go see a doctor. He will happily feel your balls to make and sure you don't show have you how to do it. If, yeah. if you if you ask him, hell, go online. There's probably healthcare videos on there that you can find. Um, and the other one, of course, is a very very tender subject for most men: the prostate exam. The doctor will ask you to bend over or... Bend over, grab your ankles and make a wish. <laughs> he will either ask you to bend over the table or lie on the table, bring your knees to your chest and breathe out. Um, breathe out because when you breathe out, it relaxes your body and it's easier for the insertion. You'll take his index finger thus. He will... After putting a glove on. Lubricate it and glove it and he will... Ask you to make a wish. Push it in, <laughs> give a feel, and it's very quick. It's literally ten seconds. In, feel, no, that's nice and that's nice and soft, lovely, no problem. See you later. Oh no, that's rock hard. We need to have you tested. Yeah. Now Done. nine times out of ten, if that's the case, it's probably nothing. Yeah. And it is probably nothing. Could be a viral infection. Could be viral. It it could just be that you're a little bit harder there. Some people yeah. are na- are just different. Bodies are all different. And for women they ask you to get on the bed. You put your legs in some stirrups to open the canal. Um, and they literally take a smear. They take a swab from inside and send it off to a lab for a test. Yeah. Unless, however, there's a cameraman in the corner, in which case, shut your legs and get out of there because <laughs> you're about to store in a dodgy porno. But providing that you've gone to a reputable doctor, you know, your usual NHS... And not a, and not a Craigslist doctor. Your usual doctor. NHS, Bupra Care, or whatever else, provided professional. Your, your general practitioner, or um, your family doctor. Um, you know, then go. Because the idea is, is that these tests are to save your life. They uh, take 10 seconds, the easiest pie, and it could save you time, pain... And your life. Yeah. And to be fair, like I say, if you're worried about what it looks like, the doctor's not. 
because the doctor ESC is, more fannies and more the, cocks the, and, and I don't necessarily mean he because you can request yeah, to see right. female she, doctor you can scene, you know whatever it's they've you. seen they've all seen your all bits and flips. everything you've got they've seen or they've got themselves yeah it's that simple and they've seen them in all shapes sizes colors smells and Christ knows what else but the idea is is that if you the most concerning for a lot of girls is the smell yeah okay uh, what it looks like is is a very big part of it, but the biggest part is the smell. And as I say, the doctor is going to smell. Obviously, can't help it. You breathe. You breathe. He's, he's breathing. You know, or she it's is. Not, if you, if <laughs> he's got giggles now. That's if it. you go, if you go to your doctor, and he puts his head to your mm. vagina and okay. like that, get out. Get, Run, run! But if you say to the doctor, I, "I'm a little bit concerned because there is an odor. I'm not sure if it's natural. I do wash. Um, I am trying to keep things clean. You know, I'm using. You can buy special products. Uh, Fem Fresh is one, I believe, um, that are balanced for that area because it's a very sensitive area. Um, but they're there." To smell, to look, yeah, to they'll, they'll, test. They might just, you know, sort of when the head's sort of knee area, they might just go. Just if you've to, got, just to, so they know what they're. Because obviously, if you don't, if you say it smells like X, then they know what they're looking for. But if you just say there's a smell, they need to know: is it chemically? Yeah. Is it dirty? Or believe it or not, the only something time... like does it smell like a f- like fruit because that actually can be a symptom of something else if your I mean, it's not personal like... odor has i'd want to say a, a a sweet grape smell is actually a sign of something i yeah. think it's to do with your liver i mean it's not going to it's not going to be like one of them sort of cartoon things where the, you know you're going to open your legs sort of thing there's going to be visible <laughs> green light visible green smoke but- Appearing out, and the guy's gonna knock, get knocked out. And if that's the case, there is a problem. Um, you know, but just please, ladies, go, go gents, ladies, go and get your cervix looked at. Go and get a smear test looked at. Go and get your prostate checked. Go and get your testicles checked. Go and get your boobs checked. At the end of the day, that's men and women, by the way, because men can get breast cancer. They can, and I'm sick of people saying they can't. Um. Go. That's what your doctor's there for. Any time you feel that you may have a health concern, go to your doctor. I'm not. I'm not saying that you should do it all the time, and you have got things like. But if you the one 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 service, if you NHS go, Direct, if you book it for the which first... by the way you can now do online. Yeah. You can now do the the proper NHS Direct online, and but it's really if, good. If you go for the first time, your doc and if there is nothing wrong. Your doctor will say, okay, we'll contact you in however long it, it's meant to be between appointments but what I'd say is if you're worried about the smell of it how do you think that problem's going to go away yeah if you don't no, go exactly. see someone that can solve it if you do find a lump how do you think that lump's going to go away if you let, let's do it the same way if you, so you got you got a smell down there right it's not going to go away by itself more than likely you've tried you've tried cleaning you've tried washing you've tried soaps you've tried potions yeah if you've given it a couple of days if it's a couple of days don't instantly hit the panic button because it could be you've got a small infection, which will probably go if away. It's by... vi- if it's viral, you can't. There's no real antivirals. Yeah, 
But if you if it's bacterial, then yeah, you'd know because generally with bacterial, there's not just smell. There is normally some a sort fluid. of growth or fluid yeah. or something. But if you if it's been a few days, you've cleaned and it's still there. Go see your doctor because it's the same as. If you break your arm and the bone's sticking out, what do you do? Yeah, you, you go to your doctor. You don't, you don't go, oh, well, my arm's a little bit hairy and I'm a bit embarrassed about the hairs on my arm and I don't want the doctor to see them. You go, doc, me, me, me elbow, I can physically see the bone of my elbow, doc. Yeah. You know, women, <laughs> go and get chats. Men, Please. go and get chats. We'll get to the last story. Um, Which is tangentially related. Yeah. Teacher arrested... For using her health insurance to help a poor child who was sick. So basically, um, this is in the States, evidently. Um, basically, she committed fraud, which yeah. is what she's which is what she's being charged with because she's used her own health insurance for a child that isn't hers. Yeah, which is fraud. Okay, I get that. Um, should she be punished for what she's done? Absolutely not. No, um, she's helped. And this is why I don't like the states because everything's always about the money. And see, this is this is the thing I really don't like. It's like over over in the UK, if it is it sixteen, unless you're in full time education, in which case it's eighteen. Yeah, you get free everything is free. free. Everything yeah. is free. Right? While you're in full time education, everything is free. Everything is free. Everything. When you are working or out of education, healthcare is free, bar dental and, and prescription. And not. Opticians as well. Optician, yeah. Kids get them for free. However, eye tests generally all over the place in private and the yeah. main NHS healthcare sector are free anyway. Yeah. This is excluding obviously ongoing problems. If you've got certain issues, they are free. Again, if you're already short sighted, you need to buy glasses. You are going to end up buying those glasses. But at the end of the day, the test to have those to have those glasses checked. And at the same time, free. there are certain eye conditions where you do get free. Yeah, optical, and there are certain dental conditions where, again, your dental is free. Ignoring all that, nine, especially kids, it's free. Yes. Everything. America, no, they're kids. You should you should have them for free. There's no reason that children who have done nothing wrong, in a, no matter what is wrong with the child, be it a psychological or a physical symptom. That child themselves has done nothing. They need help. An adult certainly could have done something wrong. Children, even if they're, I don't know, the school bully, they've not done anything wrong. They've done naughty, but they've not committed mass genocide. What's concerning to me is the cost of the antibiotics. Yeah, I can see that. That's ridiculous. But America, come on. Kids, (coughs) sort it out. So the kid needed antibiotics. He didn't have medical insurance. The teacher decided, well, I'll tell the medical insurers that the kid's mine and get the kid looked at. Yeah. She got the 15-year-old looked at. Um, He was uh, prescribed amoxicillin. The total cost on the medical insurance for that amoxicillin... This is seeing the doctor who probably said, okay, I know exactly what's wrong with him. Ten minutes later, done fuck all. And these amoxicillin. $233. That is about £220, £225. Can you imagine needing to do that every time you was ill? To find that kind of cash? Hell no. 
And yes, you, you know, you do your medical insurance. It's no different if you do Bupa Healthcare here. You pay so much a month. And it entitles you to all of the healthcare, whatever. That is a ridiculous amount of money for some for, for five minutes' time with a doctor and a prescription for some amoxicillin. I'm sorry, that is ridiculous. It is. Um, and do, didn't, uh, didn't they do a, a, a thing a while ago where they found out your average pack of painkillers, like paracetamol or ibuprofen, costs like a dollar per pack? or less than to, yeah. for the whole production well I mean it's no different to sort of like in this country like here stop getting prescribed ibuprofen and paracetamol yeah because it's cheaper for you to buy it over the counter your doctor literally if you if, if what you need you know they say you need paracetamol they say over here don't I'm not going to write your prescription just, just go and buy some off the shelf paracetamol can come uh, paracetamol you can buy as cheap as 13 pence yeah uh, in some places uh, ibuprofen normally as little as 20 pence um, and don't get me wrong these can go all the way up to a fiver if you buy the but it's the same shit that's what I love the NHS, it's the same shit in a the new NHS packet. are charged thousands of pounds yeah for the same medication you can buy for pence uh, they're charged. I think it's something like five, five, six, seven, eight pounds per per box of yeah. paracetamol. They're charged per prescription. And it, but it's like, you know, you can buy it, and it's the same stuff. If you buy the brand brand name stuff, if you buy the non brand name, it's all the same shit. Because guess what? It's a medical thing, and there are guidelines that the production companies have to follow. Too little, it's not a medicine. Too much, and it's a poison. Both of which you can't call medicine. So she's obviously been insured. Uh, she's obviously been charged with insurance fraud, identity deception as well uh, as an official misconduct. Uh, she's been released on bail. Um, she says that she's uh, plans to enter a diversion program. Basically, it will allow her to have her prison any prison sentences dismissed, any charges dismissed if she doesn't get arrested or get in any trouble for a year um which would allow her then to continue to keep her job because she wouldn't have a criminal record um but the school board president over there has said that they, that she has her their full support yeah because she's looking after the welfare of a child it's just unfortunate that the world can't seem to see that yeah no it's disgusting that all the insurance companies care about is their money and it's like well no because you shouldn't have to be involved where children are. No. That should be covered by taxes and everything else. And I'm sorry, love, that you were put in that situation. Right. Well, are we at the end? We've whittled on for an hour and a half. Um, it's uh, cold at it the is. moment in, uh, in, the, uh, uh, in January here in the UK. It is. Um set to get colder yes yeah um when you're listening to this it's supposed to be quite quite cold actually yeah it's supposed to be snowing by the time you listen to this we'll see what happens we'll, we let, will. You know, we'll let you know next month but yeah hope you guys had a good christmas and uh, just before we end i have uh, one thing to discuss with, with you okay i was uh, streaming the other day and we got chatting and uh I've been asked that we do 
a bearded opinion live special again. Not not necessarily a scheduled thing like we used to try, but a, a one-off special. Oh yeah, be interesting. Uh, we always used to like doing the live yeah. streams. W would you like at some point in the in the future soonish soonish to uh, come and we'll do a, a couple of hours live? Yeah, can do. Yeah, yeah we'll sort that out. There you go, guys. Um, what we'll what we'll try and do is he'll come like a couple, an hour or so before we start and we'll try and post something on um, on everything so you guys know it's coming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, live special coming soon. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the second month of 2019 and we'll... We'll, we'll chat more Obviously shit. we've already begun the countdown... Uh, Places have already begun the countdown for Christmas next year. So, uh, well, this year. So, yeah. Uh, the, the drudgery restarts. We'll get back to you next month with some more games and some more films and some more Metro. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have more to tell you. Yeah, hope so. Right. Bye, guys. See ya.